Hi, everybody, and welcome to the 52-Bit Podcast. My name is Nita, and this is a podcast where we talk about something either you or I or both of us want to talk about. This week, I'm going to be doing a biography of a TikToker. I was planning to do multiple, but it takes a long time to go through every single TikTok video from a person, so we're just going to stick to one. There are a lot of people you should follow, and I might do this again in the future, but I put down a couple ground rules <laughs> for when I did this. So if you want to hear it again, let me know, but this is the only way I'm doing it. So I went ahead and I asked some friends for people that they generally see on TikTok and basically went, okay, I'm not going to do those people because you guys already know them. So I want to show you somebody new or somebody who may not be coming up on your TikTok who may be coming up on mine. So I look through my list. I just went to the, not the for you page, but the other one, the follows page, I guess. And I started scrolling and looking for somebody who had followed for a long time. I joined TikTok back in June of 2020. Yeah, June of 2020. So <laughs> there have been some people that I've followed basically since then. Some people I've like, you know, started following recently. You know, you and the algorithm takes a while to sort you. So it takes you a little while to find some people. But I went through and I listed about, you know, nine or 10 people. And then I, I like narrowed it down to like three people who I thought I would show you guys. And then I went through one person's videos and it took me. <laughs> over an hour and I like I didn't even watch all of them I just kind of like pulled out what I could find from them that I was like I remember these being very key components of their TikTok brand and then like wrote all that down and I was like oh my god this already took an hour that is all of the information I'm going to be using to make this biography I didn't want to also open their Instagram Facebook whatever I and like get a little too deep because <laughs> these people are people and I think they should be able to have their lives outside of TikTok not be included in this. Like, it, I'm just going to look at them from their TikTok persona. They can keep everything else about them secretive because, you know, they didn't put on their TikTok. So who knows if they want people to know it? I don't. So the only person I'm going to do this on is Aishwarya. She's the pronoun she, her. She is 22 and she's a dancer and a medical student. And I found her through her Bharatanatyam dances. It's really cool. That's a form of classical Indian dance. But looking at her overall, she started on TikTok, or at least her first video was February 22nd, 2020, at least the first one I could see. And at first she started with like dog videos. She has a very cute, tiny family dog that she showcases in like a lot of her videos. It's a very adorable dog. And so that's the beginning is like meme videos with her dog, meme videos with her dog. And then there's like music meme videos. She like occasionally has her voice showcased in videos, but most of the time she uses like the sounds that are on TikTok. But glancing through, she really loves her family. Her dad guest stars quite a bit on these videos comparatively. Her mom sometimes shows up also, as does her twin brother, who is also 22. They're twins. <laughs> they did a really cute like family video where they like, you know, you put up like two options on the screen and, and people walk towards the one they agree with. And so you learned like both of her parents are engineers, her brother is a business major and she's a medical student. And like you learned like what food they like and everything. It was a very cute video. It was very short as they all are because TikToks can only be like a minute long. But looking through her videos, she also in the beginning did a little bit of cooking videos. There were like two cookie videos 
she very early let us learn she knows a lot of languages. She knows six languages. American Sign Language, Korean, English, Telugu, Hindi, and Spanish are all the languages she's learned over her 22 years, which is really cool. They come up occasionally, which is awesome. She does a lot of like TikToks that would be found on like South Asian or like what we call brown TikTok, fusion dances. The big one is her Bharatanatyam dances, which are really, really cool. That's the way I found her. And like, it's just really awesome to see somebody showcasing a part of our culture. And, you know, she loves it. She's been learning to dance Bharatanatyam for literally years. Um, you have to start learning when you're a kid. So it's something that kind of just follows you and it, it's like a really big part of people's life if you learn it. So that's really cool. There's also, I feel like a little bit of a meme on her page that she looks like Kajal, who's a famous Bollywood actress. Um, it comes up like five or six times where somebody's commented like, wow, you look like Kajal. Or, Are we sure this isn't just Kajal's TikTok account? It's like really cute. She also has a lot of videos that are based in like Disney or the Avatar universe or like Harry Potter. She likes all of those things. She's a big Harry Potter nerd. She has some videos in social justice. She specifically talks a lot about colorism and Hindu phobia is that um, <laughs> for some reason um, people, you know, when they feel the need to insult you on uh, TikTok are not very original. And so a lot of them will just be racist or spout words of colorism at her. There's also for some reason a large spike of Hindu phobes on TikTok. So she makes a point to reply and like clarify things about Hinduism. And one of the things I also learned that I like never knew about her was that at some point she made cringy YouTube videos like all of us. That's always my favorite. I love TikTok and I love what it is now, but I miss the days of YouTube. If you guys remember when YouTube had like the featured portions and everything and when like I feel like everybody was making like home videos and putting them up on YouTube and you could find them easily like I'm sure people are still doing it but it's very hard to find them now and her cringy YouTube video is just perfect it feels very like early 2010s like you can see the like quality isn't like 1080p it's very clear she's doing all the roles it's hilarious i love it it's good to know that she's just like everybody else you know she's had a couple of news articles written about her that's really cool i love when i see that like creators are getting recognized so it's awesome and finally she's from texas she actually lives in the dallas area or is near it because back in march a younger adult named andrew came down to dallas to visit their grandparents who live here and their grandfather owns a sushi restaurant called Sushiya here in Dallas and they made a video about the restaurant telling people to like come and visit and so many people came to visit and Aishwarya also did that and that was like really cool. I literally like the day before that saw like the viral video of Andrew being like come to my grandpa's like sushi place it's awesome and then the next day saw her video of her like going and being like this is actually really good you should be here. And I was like so excited. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So yeah, I would suggest you check out her account. I'll link it in the description. She's really cool. She's like one of my favorite creators to watch. And yeah, there's a lot of other creators I also want to do this on. But again, it's a lot. So if you want to see one in the future, let me know and I will do a different one. But that's it for the main topic this week. For the sidebar, I have two questions from Greenwill. So Greenwell asks, one, 
you're on a road trip, which gas station and fast food joint do you aim to stop at? So typically for gas stations, it's whichever one has the cheapest gas. My family travels a lot via car because we're from the Midwest, so you have to take the car to get like anywhere useful. For context, I grew up in a town with 8,000 people, right? And it's like two hours away from like St. Louis and Kansas City in Missouri. So it's like you have to drive at least two hours to get to one of the biggest cities uh, in the state. And then after that, to get anywhere else, like if you wanted to go out of the state, you'd have to either go to an airport, which is at least two hours away, or just drive there. If you're going to drive two hours, you might as well keep driving at that point. So I got used to driving a lot as a kid. So we've gotten very good at pointing at we have to go to the cheapest gas station. Like that's just it. Usually we also try to stop by one that has like either a McDonald's close to it or like a Taco Bell. Those tend to be the fast food joints we stop at. We tend to eat food in our car. Like we tend to bring snacks and stuff. But if we have to stop somewhere, it's got to be somewhere fast. Uh, Yeah, it's fast foods in the name. But it's also something that's like relatively cheap and like depending on what day it is my mom also fasts and on the days that she fasts we don't eat meat so taco bell is a good one to go to but also subway is really good i'm actually really sad because a lot of subways have stopped carrying the like veggie patties and veggie patties used to be like our go-to when we would go to subways because like usually when we go to subway we're it's a day that we like can't eat meat And so the veggie patty adds a lot of protein and also like makes you really full when you eat it. But since most places like don't carry it anymore, we end up having like veggie sandwiches, which are like okay, but they just don't fill you up as much and you definitely get hungrier faster. So yeah, I wish, I wish the veggie patties were still a thing. That would be good. Subway, if you hear me, please bring back the veggie patties. The pizzas you have are okay, but like they just, they can't compare. Please. I'm begging you. So yeah, I think just to clarify on the gas stations, we usually stop at like a a Shell gas station or something. Like obviously we definitely need the cheapest one in the area, but like we're just thinking about it. In my hometown, we have like a Loves and a Pilot like right on like one exit and then the rest of it kind of just doesn't have a gas station anymore. And then we have like local gas stations. So we don't have like a allegiance or like a, a like per, like a personal liking to any gas station. I know Texans really love Bucky's for a good reason also, but we don't have that in our family. Side note, if you're ever able to visit a Bucky's, please do, because it's such a wild experience. When I first moved here, we had like a work get together at like my boss's boss's house. And it was like everybody on the team. So it was like 40 of us there. And it, he lives like half an hour out from work. So he lives like in in like almost the country, right? And while I was there, a lot of my coworkers and like people I hadn't even talked to were like so excited about Bucky's because there was one like one mile up from us and they were like talking about it and they were like, oh my God, I might stop by. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why do you all like this store so much? It's just a gas station, right? And like four people looked at me and were like, just a gas station? Absolutely not. Nita, have you ever been to a Bucky's? And I was like, no, I've literally never been to a Bucky's. I have no idea what you're talking about. And they were like, okay, you have to go. Like you have to stop by it before you go home. So I did. I drove the one mile north before coming, you know, the half hour back south. And when I stepped in, it was just so big. 
Like I wasn't anticipating it. Like you see outside, like it's definitely got three times as many gas pumps as like a usual gas station, but I did not imagine it would be like three times the size on the inside. It's like a gas station plus a gift store plus like almost a full cafeteria. It's got a fudge station. I mean, like who has a fudge station? That's absurd. But I think the most wild thing was that my coworker was always like, it always has the cleanest bathrooms. Like I kid you not, go into the bathrooms. And I wasn't expecting like much, but I went into a bathroom with like 18 or 19 different stalls and like all of them were pristine. And there was somebody literally cleaning from the time I went in to the time I went out, like just cleaning stalls right after people leave it. And I was like, this is insane. This place is so clean and it's so big. And like so many people are working here and I can get fudge. Listen, it was it was wild. It was a wild time. If you have time to stop at a Bucky's and you're like in an area that has one, please do. A crazy time to be alive. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh that's the first question, Greenwell. The second question for this week is do you have a favorite fabric and why? <laughs> I mean, yes, I have a favorite fabric. It's cotton. Feels like a really boring answer, but cotton's very breathable. It lasts really long. It's quite durable. I just really like it because it's comfy. Most things that we wear are not just cotton anymore. They're usually like a poly cotton blend or like in some way synthetic. And because of that, they don't last as long. But I also don't think they're as comfortable. They do look a little better though. As much as I love cotton, it needs to be ironed or it gets like super wrinkly. I say cotton's my favorite fabric but when I was in high school one of my favorite shirts was a as a 100% polyester and the reason I loved it is because I didn't have to iron it like with like things that are very highly polyester like they just don't wrinkle as badly as like cotton so you like really don't have to you're like you're good that's good but I think cotton fabrics are the best that's just my personal opinion I really like them most of my wardrobe is cotton I have like one wool coat and like a couple things have like polyester lining and stuff, but most things I try to keep in cotton. So those are your questions this week. Thanks, Greenwell, for the questions. And yeah, this has been the 52-Bit Podcast. Thank you all for joining me this week. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, thoughts about ways to make boats so that they're flying boats rather than just water boats message me at 52 underscore bit podcast on twitter or 52 bit podcast at gmail.com the 52 in both of those is numeric next week we'll either have paul talking about something that'll be fun or we'll talk about my favorite pixar shorts awesome so yeah that's uh that's next week in the meantime though have a wonderful weekend everyone and i'll talk to you later Bye.